Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek, geek out. out. Oh, nice. I, like <laughs> I, I thought you stopped so I could say it, but then you, I just interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> you were listening to episode number... 126. 126. Uh, the Geek Bull Part 2, featuring the bird boy, strong, dark, and handsome, and Boulder <laughs> Beer's company, Boulder Beer Company's Shake and Chocolate Porter. Mm, looking forward to that. With your host, Dustin, who can't read. Seth, who can not read, also. Pale, I can read fine. <laughs> and Keith, the main reader. <laughs> <laughs> Tecmo Super Bowl intro. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, another week where we're jumping back into our Geek Bowl. Pretty excited about the uh, what happened last week. So just give a little recap. We had the Daenerys Targaryen go down to the Night King. Not going down on her. Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. no. Oh, no she, he just a fell. Bracket. And he, <laughs> he killed her. He killed her. Yeah. He killed her. There we yeah. go. This is not that kind of bracket. Uh, John Constantine <laughs> beat Thrall. Ganondorf beat Mike Ehrmantraut. Punisher beat the Joker. Rocket beat Peggy. Gandorf <laughs> beat Hal Jordan or the Green Lantern. Hellboy stomped all over the 11 year old, <laughs> which is sad. And then Judge Dredd beat Agent J from Men in Black. Here come the Men in Black. I can't believe you didn't sing that last episode. <laughs> I forgot about that song. It's been so long. Until now. I forgot about it until now. Until now, yeah. All right. So, pretty excited about this. We might as well just jump right into this. Yeah, because round two. We have this round, a beer, and then another round, and then a beer, and then finish her yes. up. Fantastic. All right, to get it going, we have the Night King versus John Constantine. That's almost rhyme. I know. Really close. King, Steen. King, yeah. Steen. Night King. Johnson King. They both raised the dead, apparently, from what yeah, I heard they're... about Game of Thrones. Yep. Last week, we talked about reanimation, and John Constantine has that ability, and obviously, if you've seen the Game of Thrones, come on now. Mm-hmm. Nope. You would know that there would be some kind of reanimation with the Night King. Uh, I don't know. Season 3 ever get into the, the White Walkers yet? Season 3? Um, Sam killed a White Walker. Yeah, so we don't really know So about... we don't know much okay. about them. So if you haven't been following along with our Game of Thrones episodes, Pale's been graciously putting forth this time rewatching all the series and uh recording episodes for him we're only in season three but the white walkers are a thing they talk about them in the first episode of season one mm-hmm. and they're coming out to fruition anyways reanimation they can both raise the dead john Constantine actually has powers yeah mm-hmm. he can travel to the nether world or whatever yeah. that's called in that. so he, does he need dead bodies to resurrect them or is he no the, he could just reanimate skeletons, whereas mm-hmm. the Night King needs dead bodies too. So he has a limitation, right? So yeah, Night King has a limitation. He can't bring somebody back alive unless they were human and then died. Mm-hmm. So, so you're saying John Constantine can just bring skeletons to life? Yeah, just because necromancy is not the same thing as just reanimating okay. the dead or pulling up zombies. So that's Zambies. an edge for mm-hmm. Constantine. It really is an edge. However, <clears throat> the, the problem is. John Constantine doesn't have like a shield or anything. Or he's a not dragon. He's a human. He's not impermeable to oh, I gotcha. dagger throws or a fucking dragon. And he's a drunk and he smokes all the time, so he's probably got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good That's point. True. So, so I like the Night King then. <laughs> it could go either Just way. Just because I think 
I just don't know if about yeah, the, I know, but he has I, the ice I, spear. I, I mean, I like that too. But uh, like, we're not going to have an undead army. I think John Constantine. Other than what's so, already there. Okay, so know? we just take away the like the whites and like the skeletons and that just the one on one. You take away one. that, then what do we have? Like, he, so it's just basically he can pull a spike out of his ass and then throw it. Like, so you have like him <laughs> on his horse where he can throw the spear, yeah. and you have John Constantine, whatever else he can do. Yeah, um, he could put you like into a trance yeah because he's been kind of uh he was compared to like the poor man's dr strange mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh this is tough <laughs> yeah well time travel illusion projection so he could I'm create some there. fake I'm thing there. invisibility telekinesis teleportation so you can throw a spear all you want and if he can <laughs> pop over somewhere else yeah i was just okay, so the like, abilities that i read so let's, say, let's like, bring the the undead armies back into it and John Constantine can like t- turn the whites against the Night King. Yeah, he could Ugh. easily with his telekinesis. Telekinesis and just end it that way. It's leaning closer to John. Yeah, now it's leaning right, right. towards Constantine. I think we got it. It's JC moving bag on. of magic JC. tricks. <laughs> JC is always reanimating. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hell. That was tough though. It was. That was tough. This one's going to be interesting as well, too. We have Ganondorf versus the Punisher. And I feel like we can't just li- uh, have the limitation of the Master Sword right. for this one because Ganondorf will just win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but think of it as more of like Smash Brothers. What beats Ganondorf? Quick movement. Yes. <laughs> Throw him off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ganondorf versus the Punisher. I think the Punisher, the pros for the Punisher are still going to be the same as last week. You have someone who very, very good with shooting. Right. Yes. Good shooter. We don't know if Ganondorf can be shot because yeah. no one's ever aimed a gun at him. Right. There's no guns in that world. So it's hard to say. I would imagine if you gave Link a light gun mm-hmm. and he shot at him, it would hurt him. So let's right. say Punisher yeah. has that. <laughs> and if the bullets don't kill him, the Punisher's next move is usually hand to hand. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in a hand-to-hand, Ganondorf is just going to crush him. Right. Yeah. Especially once you kill Ganondorf, he becomes Ganon and the big giant pig monster. <laughs> That's true. Spoilers. Damn. <laughs> it's only happened in 20 games. Yeah. And I haven't he seen He started it out yet. as the pig monster. Yeah. And then he true. became Ganon. And became if we're just Ganondorf. going Ganondorf, no Ganon, then it'd be a closer. It would be, yeah. but I still feel like... In a hand-to-hand combat between those two, Ganondorf has the edge. Yeah. If the bullets can actually affect Ganondorf, then there's no way that he would get close enough. Yeah. yeah. He, Ganondorf would find a way. If he found, oh, these bullets actually hurt me, he'd end it very quickly. And he has, like, magic abilities, With magic too. abilities, and, yeah. yeah. He would have done something, I think, to crush Punisher. I'm leaning towards Ganondorf. But Ganondorf got beat up by, like, a 12-year-old kid multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> True. With the... Riding uh, a horse. <laughs> Give Punisher on a motorcycle... I'm just trying to make it a more yeah, 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 I see what you're saying. But again, that goes back to the 12-year-old kid could do it because he had the magic of the he has Master the Sword and the Triforce. You try I mean, to, you I'm try not questioning Punisher's courage. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll have the courage. He'll stand up. He don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know what? Ganondorf's going to throw at him. But I don't think he can stand up to because he doesn't have that special edge, yeah. that special shield, mm-hmm. that special whatever. Okay. To set him over the edge. What if... <laughs> Punishers, uh, he's got the master vest is made out <laughs> yeah, the, of hillian the shield. Hillian shield, yes. <laughs> and he beat the shit out of Link to took his take his master sword. 
but I think we're still going Ganondorf just because he has like magic abilities. Yeah, he can yeah, go through so. like Compared pictures to, and yeah. pop out a different picture somehow. Yeah, I feel like magic is going to win out. Yeah, because the next battle is going to be the same thing. Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next battle we have Rocket the Raccoon versus <laughs> I wrote Ganon Ford the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rocket the Raccoon versus Gandalf the White. Ganon Ford. <laughs> It's adorable. It's the way my keyboard is. It's twisted away from me, so I my fingers are off. Yeah, it's a Mac. I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. uh. All right, Rocket versus Gandalf. Rocket has the artillery. Yeah. Gandalf has the magic. So, mm-hmm. again, similar battle to what we just had. Does magic outweigh his ability to build rock? Right. But the tech- problem is we don't really see the magic in Lord of the Rings. Ever. True. He just had, we see him with like the light staff. Yeah. You see him create the shield. You see him bringing in the light, but you see a lot of hand to hand combat mm-hmm. from him. He does use that stick more to beat people with than to like, yeah, you, magic don't ever them. See, you don't really ever <laughs> see him doing uh, magic. But he could put up a shield. Yeah. And he can and control so can Rocket, though. I mean, he had that fight with uh, Saruman where he. Threw him around, and, mm-hmm. you know, with the staff, and he goes thrown around with the staff. So the power's there, but you just don't really see light bolts or ice bolts or right. fire bolts or anything like that. He's got the distance on him, right? And he's small and agile, so he could sneak up on him. I think it comes down to as well if you look like if they fought, you know, ten times. Rocket has the element of surprise. He'll always have something up his sleeve if he catches, you know, somebody off yeah. guard. Anybody can win a battle, you know, very quickly. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But like you said, we don't see the magic. <clears throat> so I think I like so, Rocket in this one. Yeah, it's interesting. And he'll find. A, he'll always have something up his sleeve because he has those like things he can throw out there that suck him over, and yeah. like Star Lord uses them all the time. Yeah, he'll mm-hmm. recognize that the staff is something special. Be like, I want that staff. <laughs> He's gonna find a way. To <laughs> take that find staff. a way to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or he'll use a leg and beat the shit out of Gandalf. Gandalf has a staff, but Rocket has a Groot. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> yep. Who's got the more powerful wood? Stick. He's <laughs> got the better stick. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Rocket! Rocket? Rocket. Let's go with Rocket. All right, Rocket. Oh, we're not going to have Ganondorf versus Gandalf. No, no, we're not. That kind of failed. My prediction from last week <laughs> failed. I was thinking that too, but all right. Hellboy versus Judge Dredd. Bum, ba, da, bum. So we know Hellboy is from hell. He's got that yep. big fist. Big fish. Does big he have fist. like any special abilities that I'm forgetting? He's strong. He's big and bulky. I don't know. I don't is, think- he, how, is he in permeable bullets? I think he gets I think he can get hurt. Uh, yeah. I think he's been shot before, like in the movies. I don't know how deep. I don't know if they hit his vital organs or if they just kind of like hurt him. Ah, superhuman strength and endurance, accelerated healing. So okay. I think he'll get hurt, but longevity, extensive knowledge of the supernatural, Not right helpful. hand of doom, which is his big hand, right, um, serves as the key to the end of the world. Innate capability to comprehend magical languages, and immunity to fire and lightning. I think he just smoked Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah. If he can heal quickly enough and just block the, a lot of his bullets or whatever with his doom arm. Okay. Yeah, I think I like Hellboy's abilities and it'll just 
be too much for Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you spell it right this time? I thought he was typing it, so I didn't know. I was looking something else up. Sorry. <laughs> didn't bother. All right, sweet. Beer. Beer, yes. But before beer, we have our final four, which is John Constantine versus Ganondorf, Rocket versus Hellboy. All right. Hmm. Sweet. Keith, the mic's yours. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back with our in beer, and we're going back to one of our favorite breweries on the show. Bird Boy, he has a new beer out called Star- Strong, Dark, and Belgian, or yeah. Handsome. Ben Thompson? Ben. Yep. Yeah. Ben Thompson. Friend of the show. <laughs> Shout out to Ben Thompson. We have a uh, this strong dark and Belgian is a strong Belgian ale coming in at 10% ABV. So we got it here in one of his famous bombers. Mm-hmm. And if we look at the label, yeah. Pale, why don't you describe that handsome gentleman? Ooh. Very handsome Belgian man. <laughs> Strong, dark, and handsome. That's how I said it. Mm-hmm. He looks very... He looks like like a 50s like weightlifter. Yeah. He's like not a, super defined. One of the, with the big round dumbbells. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's got the barbell mustache. <laughs> um, chest hair. Mm, rosy cheeks. Um, beside him, it says strong, dark, and Belgian in like a banner-like type mm, or some banner, kind of... Yeah. Circus banner. Cool. Circus banner. Looks like it's drawn on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed, I don't see an, like an artist signature. Yeah, usually there's an artist. Usually they like will sign it like in the corner yeah. somewhere. Um, I think I'm going to correct you. I'm going to say like 1930s, not 50s. 1930s. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I imagine him like up on one of those big old bicycles, be like, hoop, hoop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the giant Riding wheel, that thing. <laughs> yeah, with the giant wheel. Hoop, hoop. Did we read the? The little description. Oh, no, it? I did not. I don't think that was in the notes. No, we did not put that in the notes because you had the bottle. Another <laughs> yeah. thing for me to ignore. Gosh. <laughs> All right. The Strong Dark of Belgian. According to the bottle, it is an ale brewed with a dark candy sugar. Ooh. This beer is rich and complex, but soft and smooth with a fruity, spicy Belgian yeast character and earthy hoppiness. Proudly brewed and bottled by Bird Boy Brewing Company, LLC, Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> Embrace your adventurous side. We do. All right, color. It's very dark. Not that dark to be dark, dark, but dark. I went down to Dragon's Wings or whatever. I was just going to say 41. Really? Drogon's Wing. Uh, I was thinking Benito Helmet, but I can probably go get on board with the 41. Yeah, I could do either one of those, whatever we... The Drogon's is more fitting for this episode. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. I'll take it. And it's a newcomer. Mm-hmm. I think it was just added it was. a couple weeks ago. Not that that matters, but right. there's no conflict. <laughs> we can agree yeah. it's a 41. Yeah. The last episode is a four, it was 18 versus a 19. What really was it? Eh, we yeah. can go with the newcomer on this one. But this one's pretty pretty uh, obvious. I mean, it's 40 to 42 range. Um, I'm good with the 41 on our geek reference model. Go right down the middle to 41. Yep. It smells very strong. 
Mm-hmm. It's got that sweet aroma. Yeah, it's sweet, uh, fruity. I can almost smell the alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely could smell some of the like the caramel, burnt caramely. Smell sweet. Yeah, sweetness to it. Sugary. I think someone said like plums on one of their descriptions. I think maybe that was you. Put like maybe a, I did. Like a bl- plum maybe I did. Fruit taste. I, I agree with that totally. Oh, yeah. I totally. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thanks for totally plum and grape. My talking points for later, Pam. Ooh. I just stole it right from your mouth. <laughs> uh, all right. So we, we good on smells. We ready to taste this one? I can pretty much tell you right now there isn't going to be anything on the uh, yeah, beer yeah, I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Oh, 10% really hits you. I feel wow. you. But it's smooth. It's a smooth 10%. It's strong. And dark. That first name and that second and, and name. Belgian. Oh, all three of those words are in there. Like yeah. right off the bat, it's it like hits you like some kind of juice, yeah. like some Welch's juice, mm-hmm. like Peter hybrid kind of thing. Yeah. Juicy. Um, I know he. I think Juicy. he pairs his waffles with this, so that's a good pairing, mm-hmm. like waffles. With are you your favorite pails? But some maybe some blueberry like syrup. Okay. Maybe or some raspberry. You want some chicken syrup? and waffles, or just waffles with syrup. Oh, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles? We can do that. <laughs> Something savory. Mm-hmm. To soak up that alcohol. Mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, can't find this one. There it is. You got to search strong, dark, del- bel- and Belgian bird. Yeah, found yeah. it. I usually <laughs> put bird boy first, <laughs> and then I put in strong, and then it was the first one that came up. Oh. Probably been easier, because I didn't <laughs> look at how to spell Belgian. Yeah. <laughs> Untapped gave it 4.01. Or the people on Untapped gave it Think. overall 4.01 out of 52 ratings. 52 people. And I was one of them. Me too. Mm-hmm. I have four friends that contributed. All of us. <laughs> and somebody. Brad, four and a quarter. Okay. Sav, I'm not going to reveal it. You, not revealing it. Keith. I'll say. reveal that one. <laughs> you already gave my... Tasting notes. I did. I read your. Uh, you said strong with hints of plum and apricot. Love this. Stop talking. <laughs> Damn it. Now I have nothing to say. I'll throw it back to you guys. Silently. I'm not going to reveal the score, but I'll say everything, everything else. Yeah. You want to read what I said, too? I didn't write anything, so fuck off. <laughs> you said this is pretty tasty. Oh, okay. That really so just, helps. So you don't have to talk anymore. <laughs> it's really good. Saf said another fantastic brew from Bird Boy. <laughs> Got a lot of ass. All right, Saf's done. All right, now done with the beer. On to back <laughs> to the show. I'm keeping my rating, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I should increase it or not. It's really a damn fine beer. I like it better on tap than I do in the bottle. Agreed. Oh, well, I think that's that's why I think case I might adjust my the time, but I'm keeping it for now. Uh, so what I checked it in, so I gave it a four, solid four. Uh, I could see myself increasing that rating to like a four point two five, maybe a four and a half, but I'll just stick with my initial draft rating. It's a very solid Belgian beer. Uh, I love all of the like dark fruit and caramel notes. Uh, there's something I think it's probably the alcohol that's mm-hmm. a little too much, but that's just my own personal thing. That's the reason I didn't increase the rating because it's just hard to drink a ton of this and like the alcohol really will bog you down over time. But it's very delicious beer. Yeah. 
I gave it a four and a half. And this was my on the tap rating, and I'm not going to knock this one at all for it. Being in a bottle is actually, I think it's still pretty tasty. As I wrote in my comment, it's a tasty <laughs> beer. Um, you basically taste everything that you smell, which is a bonus to this beer versus any other beer that mm-hmm. you you know are misled by the smell. Uh, it's strong. It's dark. It's handsome. <laughs> um, it definitely has like this caramely taste to it. Uh, and it's very fruity as well. I can't really place the fruit flavor other than Pale said it several times. I was waiting for Keith to tell me, but apricot. Um, that got ruined. <laughs> that uh, got ruined. But when I was drinking it, like, it was just kind of like a re- retelling of when I was having it at Bird Boy. I couldn't really tell what the fruits were. We were mm-hmm. kind of just discussing it. But I do like the, the fruitiness mm-hmm. uh, match up with like that caramely, toasty taste. Almost a black cherry. Ooh. Um, and I gave this one a solid four. I think it's it's a nice um, change up from some of the the stouts and the IPAs that we always have. I wouldn't say I would like put this kind of style in like my top five favorites, but I would definitely get this again. I would love to try it at the tap room. Um, I love the sweet fruity notes on the end. It's strong. It's dark and Belgian, like it says, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, I think it's really solid. We should mention he has a tap room in Roanoke and in Fort Wayne on DuPont. Yes. So he's got two. That's his locations. Soul Bird collaboration with Soul yep. Kitchen. Mm-hmm. So you can go get your Bird Boy beers and have your Soul Kitchen tacos or burritos or whatever you prefer. It's a really nice location. Yep, absolutely. I changed my ranking because um, when I first had it, I was there on opening night. And this is one of the first beers that I had there. Um, and as Dustin did mention, it is very different on draft versus the bottle in the bottle. You get a lot more of the alcohol. So yeah. I think it all depends on where it's at in the keg or in the process maybe of it. I don't know how long it sits, how in long the it, bottle, sits. it kind of ages yeah. it. I mean, it, it has it. a slight effect on it. So the alcohol content is definitely a little bit higher, it, which disguises the fruits a little bit more for me, but I didn't knock it a whole lot. I just took it down to a four and a half. I've recently beginning in, been getting into these Belgian styles. Matt Anthony had one out mm. not too long ago. And I don't know. I'm just really loving this style lately um, with the sweetness, the caramel. Um, but the sweetness is down a little bit on this one in the bottle. But, yeah, I'm definitely digging these Belgian styles that are, awesome. I think, making a comeback. Since my favorite was Scotch Ales for a while, but I haven't seen a good Scotch Ale. Yeah, Those that's kind of dropped, dropped off. off. Mm-hmm. So... And those smoky ones kind of came and went really quickly, mm-hmm. too. I don't think that did very well. I didn't like the smoke lagers at all. I know Three Floyds like has them. some huge like Belgian styles that are like little like punch you in the mouth. Yeah. Because <laughs> we went out to Treon one night, and they had like three or four Belgian styles, like quadruples and triples or whatever. That... I definitely like. Uh, Books and Brew had the triple Belgian. Uh, it was a, uh, a Harry Potter one. I think Taxman has a lot of solid ones. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Moving back to our bracket. Back to the fight. Round three. Yeah, round fight, three. Fight. <laughs> uh, we have uh, John Constantine <laughs> versus Ganondorf. All right. So magic on magic here. But who's the better magic? Dun, dun, dun. One-on-one, I think Ganondorf has the strength. Right. But who has the stronger magics and you know. know. With John and his manipulation. 
genius level intellect, tactician, manipulator, master con artist, skilled detective. <laughs> I'm just reading everything that's on here. Yeah. He can't, well, Ganondorf never really had to look, he couldn't control people, could he? No, he just he has, has like all of his minions. But, yeah. <clears throat> he couldn't control them, but they did his bidding. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That could be like a similar yeah. thing. Well, but Power, that time travel, illusion, power, projection, yeah. invisibility, telekinesis, that teleportation. And Ganon's powers, I think they vary from game to game. They do. It's hard to tell what he possesses. It's like they introduce something new every single time. But he always has some type of orb <laughs> that he shoots out at you. And you can just easily, <laughs> Yeah, you can slice it. it back to it goes him right back to him. Or the smash ball. Then he just turns into a big old beast and yeah. runs across the map and kills everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his Ganon form. I was trying to find... Oh, here's some powers and abilities. Well, the Triforce piece apparently grants him immortality, so... That's why he keeps coming back. He keeps coming back, yeah. Gives him godlike strength is what the Triforce yeah. does. That's a huge advantage. But could John at least trap him somewhere... That's what, like that's what always the master sword. Link always ends up trapping him for a hundred years or whatever. Then he comes back out. So, I think Constantine could trap him, but I Ganondorf always comes back. So, if um, Constantine traps him for a hundred years, is that considered a win? Or yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like you. Check. It's kind of like, like pushing off the fight until later. But oh. Um, it says it also grants him the powers such as flight, teleportation, and superhuman strength. Is what the Triforce grants him. Mm-hmm. So if we had Ganondorf with just the Triforce of power, he would have that. But when he gets all three, is he unstoppable? He, yeah, he's it's the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, at that point, yes, exactly. <laughs> he just goes. Yes, and <laughs> exactly. And Constantine just like crumbles in a dust. Once you have all three, you can make any wish you want, and that's that. That's the power of the Triforce. So yeah, he wishes for ultimate power, and John Constantine's just like shit. But undead army's stuck. <laughs> yeah, get it done. Um, Oof. we take the Triforce out of this. It's just Ganondorf versus. He's basically he usually just has yeah he just has the one Triforce. I would grant him the power one because mm. that's what he has in most games. Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. But again. Like out of ten times, if they fight, I can see John finding a way to at least trap him to hold him off to a point. But we should do a Dorf will win every time. I think so. Yeah. Other other time, right? Yeah, we should announce our winner like on three, like all <laughs> <laughs> and just see. <laughs> that was fun. The last that time was we fun. Did we it. did this. The CBS. I know. I know who I'd pick. All right, let's I, I, three, two, one. All right, on on one or after one? Are we doing we'll go? Say or three, we doing... two, one, and then we'll say it. Okay, so we're we doing rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Or are <laughs> yep. we rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Shoot your answer. The words have to come out. But are we saying shoot? No, you don't say shoot. But rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> shoot. Rock, paper, no, scissors. rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, and answer three. the word. Okay. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, and the character. Got it. <laughs> so rock, paper, scissors, word, and then. <laughs> uh, yes. Say rock, paper, scissors, Ganondorf. <laughs> oh, wait. You, you just just like him. Him. Oh, shit. So are we saying rock, paper, scissors, or is one, two, three? Because you're confusing me with rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I think we say rock, one, paper, scissors. Oh okay. Gosh. All right. So rock, paper, scissors, Ganondorf. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is so difficult on this podcast. I, I, I try to be difficult. 
You're so rusty. I am. <laughs> it's not rust. <laughs> the rust should have been knocked off the last episode. I know. Can't help it. <laughs> Hellboy right. Rocket. Hellboy. I mean, I know my initial <laughs> thought. <laughs> I mean, what can Rocket possibly do? To be Hellboy. I think that's a discussion that we need to have. What can Rocket do to be I Hellboy? Think, honestly, they would form an alliance. These two oh. are so similar that they would get along so well. well they'd be like perfect. do that. They kind of have like similar personalities. Can we just do Ganondorf versus Rocket and Hellboy? <laughs> but but Rocket what? helping Hellboy would be awesome. Change of programming. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Let's play this out. Right. So Rocket has... Like spaceships and stuff that he could fly mm-hmm. away or shoot down at him. Hellboy doesn't really have any projectile weapons. He, he just can, has he can withstand a goat, lot of stuff. Goat-like hind legs and alcoholism. <laughs> 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 and he, he's got healing abilities. And yeah, like I that. mean, it almost sounds like a no-brainer. But as much as you talk up rockets, like mm, maybe he could. But I still think <laughs> I think Hellboy would win just because. Like he's took on like beast and right. demons and everything else. Why can he take take out a raccoon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. He's he would put up a hell person. of a fight. No pun intended, but <laughs> that he would have so much respect for the little guy. Yeah. he'd be like, oh, "Come on, join my team." You're mm-hmm. like, "I need you." What if they were both sitting in a bar and they were both drinking beer? <laughs> who would get drunk first? Like, who would Rocket. get drunk first? Rocket, because of his it's tiny little <laughs> I like it. I like it. We're doing that. That's how we vote for presidents. Would I drink with that person? Yep. Would I, would I even beer, beer with that person? I like it. All right. Hellboy's moving on. <laughs> Stop that riddle. We don't have to worry about that. All right. So the final matchup, Hellboy versus Ganondorf. Back after these sponsoring words of Patreon, Patreon that I'm going to cut from the other episode and bring it in here because I'm not going to go through that rapidly. But before we do that, we're going to have another beer. It's going to be a tasty beer. And it's going to be from the Boulder Beer Company, the Shake Porter. Shake me it's up or something. Shake Chocolate Porter. Mm, I have the can version right there if you look at it. That's fantastic. So, all right. Pale is going to take it away from last week's recording. Is going to be littered in with a lot of noise. So just be careful. We may re-record it. I don't know. <laughs> we should. We should. But it may not happen for a little bit. So excuse the noise, excuse this, and we'll come back and we'll have some beer. All right. So we made some changes to our Patreon. Uh, a lot of like the, the amount that you pay is about the same, but we added some details. Right. Real quick, real quick. Where can we find this uh, Patreon? Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. Okay. Uh, tier number one is the Super Geek. It's $1 or more per month. You'll get bonus episodes at least once a month. Once a month. Mm-hmm. Shout out on every episode of the podcast. Shout out on Twitter and Instagram when you sign up. Mm-hmm. Access to our first 18 episodes and every episode of our live spinoff podcast, Confection Confessions. Mm-hmm. And monthly giveaways with better prizes the higher tier you are. So the monthly giveaways are going to be probably something like little, like, yeah, you know, somewhere between like $1 to $5 range. You know, um, one of our stickers. Stickers are our coasters, coasters like something like that. And then tier number two is the Mega Geek, $2 or more per month. You get to participate in polls to pick future topics and beers. Mm-hmm. Monthly giveaways are included as well. 
Uh, tier number three, the Uber Geek, six or five dollars or more a month. We will do a whole episode for you. You can pick the topic or the beer or write a statement for us to read. It is all up to you. And then there's a little asterisk because we do not have access to all the beers out there. So we will try our best to get it or we will try to find something really like super similar. Mm-hmm. And there's can, monthly giveaways. We just let them know, hey, we can't find this beer. Yeah, hey, this is this doesn't like um, distribute in our area or yeah. this brewery is you know, unaccessible. You can mail it to us if you want. You can ma- yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can mail it to us in a, a box. Yeah, we'll have to let you know. Uh, I think for something like that, like I would be 100% on board with paying for shipping for them. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. So if they, if they pay us uh, or they donate to us via Patreon, but we can't drink the beer that they want us to drink, uh, just send a COD for the shipping. It'll totally be about that. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like something like Trillium or... Mm-hmm. Um, all the stuff out in like California mm-hmm. that we can't get a hold of. Right. And then we have the Ultra Geek, which is $10 or more a month. We will play a drinking game in your honor once a month. All right. That would be fun. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, just an example of like bonus episodes that you get for uh, the $1 donation uh, for Patreon is if... Let's say that we have an episode that uh, one of us solo wanted to do. Like, I made a video game one that's going to be available for one of the months. Uh, sea of Thieves, if you're interested, uh, you can check it out uh, with the $1 sub to Patreon. But for the release of Game of Thrones, every week we should have a quick little episode that Pale's going to be doing. Uh, as soon as he watches the episode, he's going to throw it up out there. And so for the month of April and probably May, you'll have at least four episodes. So that right there is a good deal in itself. Mm-hmm. Like we we stated one episode a month bonus, but that's not the only thing. You know, we'll have multiple episodes uh, yeah. potentially in certain places. But those are just uh, interesting. We you know we had a Patreon, we just didn't have it filled out as much as possible. Uh, we want to make it as appealing to you guys as possible. Uh, if you could check it out and you don't find something that you would like or think that would be good on Patreon, you can let us know. Uh, tag us on. Um, Twitter, send us a DM on Twitter or on Instagram, or just hit us up on our email, which is drinkingeekout at, at gmail.com. <clears throat> so, all right, we have a beer in front of us now. There's one more level. Oh, one more level. I thought you said ultra. I thought you said the ten. There's another one. What? <laughs> before, but first, with the Game of Thrones recap episodes, I'm gonna at the end of them. I think I'm going to do like a audio version of Pale's pairings. Ooh. Do like nice. a five or ten minute. A beer with with like a, a food, All so right. it'll be so so. I'll I'll start it slowly, and then uh, the goal is if we can get to twenty dollars a month, I'll start looking at video. All right, so I guess there's another level. Hit All right, with one, that another level. the last level is Ultimate Geek. Ultimate twenty five dollars or more a month. What? That's never gonna happen. <laughs> I doubt Hit it. me with that. Hit me with it. T-shirt from our Threadless shop. Okay. At drinkingeekout.threadless.com, the first month you sign up, mm-hmm. and a mystery beer box, mystery beer geek box, every month you stay subscribed, and okay. monthly giveaways will be included in this as well. What is the geek box? So, Seth, you want to explain? Um, so if you've ever heard of like Loot Crate or yeah. any of those, they <laughs> just throw a bunch of shit in a box and mail it to your house. Yes, <laughs> it'll be box. a random, <laughs> random stuff. It'll probably be a shirt in every box, and then just like I don't know, a pop figure, whatever we can find, and yeah. Maybe think, like bottle cap or uh, bottle openers and mm-hmm. like beer related stuff too. Yeah. How about like something themed for the episode that we do? Yeah. 
Yeah, mm. cool. I like that. Or for that month, if it's yeah, a monthly thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. If it's mar Marvelous March, then we'll throw in some yeah, Marvel A stuff. Marvel box. Yeah. It'd be cool. That's um, it. Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah, you can find that at patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. All right. We're back with our out beer, which we already kind of introduced. But again, in case you forgot after that dazzling commercial break, <laughs> we have a shake chocolate porter from Boulder Beer Company, and they claim to be Colorado's very first craft brewery. Our twist on the traditional robust American porter, Shake Chocolate Porter, is a dark black in color with rich, sweet aromatics and flavors of dark chocolate, coffee, and caramel. This unique brew blends five different grains, including chocolate wheat, that along with cacao nibs create <laughs> a devilishly delicious chocolate finish with a velvety mouthfeel. <gasps> this is a six out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, coming in, ABV is uh, 5.9 ABV, as I said, and 39 IBUs. The malts that are used are Pales malt, caramel malt, chocolate wheat, chocolate malt, black malt. The hops are Mount Hood. I love chocolate malts. <laughs> Mount Hood hops, Willamette hop, and the Nugget hop, which I thought was pretty interesting that mm. they threw that in there. And this did win some awards. In 2015, the U.S. Open Beer Championship, they did get the silver medal in the chocolate beer category. They got the silver medal at the U.S. Open? Holy smokes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The U.S. Open Beer Championship. <laughs> and in the 2014 World Beer Cup, they got the gold medal for chocolate beer. So out of the United States, apparently they're second best. But in the entire world, they're first best. But that was a year before. Of, so things changed in a year. Yeah. Not a whole America went into the world. Yeah. Oh, you said 39 IBUs? 39 IBUs. That's a jigglypuff on our yes. <laughs> geek scale because he's 39 in the Pokédex. Fantastic. We're going to have an entire Pokédex of IBUs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get our numbers where we can. So I've had this before. I don't think I've ever checked it in because I never really looked at it as a craft beer because I bought it at. Kroger or I'm able to buy yeah, Kroger. that's where I found this one. Um, as I was saying off the air, or I think we were on the air. I do have a can of it that was given to me as um, a gift. Like, hey, you like porters? So I have no idea how old the can was. So I was kind of on the fence. I really didn't check it in. Um, but I bought, ended up buying a six pack of these. So decided to give it a chance in the bottle, and it was a lot more fresh because I think that one was gone through many temperature changes. Yeah, we were at a like some dive, and. Allison didn't want to get Miller or whatever, so she just got this. So I think that's where I had it. I had a taste of it. I don't think I ever bought it, but is Boulder Beer independent craft brew, or does somebody own them? Um, I have their website pulled up. They got some weird pictures with goats on here. <laughs> so it was started by a lot of guys. They call it the Goat House. So if you look here, there's I don't want to knock your beer over. A bunch of guys from the '70s. It started in 1979. Oh, wow. Um, so they all sat around in the picture. If you look up above, come on. There's nope. goats. There's an actual goat where he's like trying to open the beer on the goat's horn. I don't oh, know what's going on there. What the heck? Animal cruelty. But Animal cruelty. <laughs> um, PETA. Hopefully it was just like a joke for the picture. It's called the goat shed. So I think it was some guy's farm and that's where all the goats were apparently. I mean, I could read into this that they kind of expanded throughout the years. So I don't know... They've got a tap they, house in the Denver International Airport. So they may be like a Sun King. Like they're kind of big and they distribute throughout yeah. and they've kind of got bigger. They've been around long enough that it's not surprised that it finally made yeah. its distribution across the country. 
Right. For sure. <clears throat> Take a look at this lovely color of a can or bottle. <laughs> bottle this time. It's it's definitely different than the one that you would normally would find at the Kroger. It's definitely a different label. Yeah. yeah I, this, they changed the label. Uh, yeah. I saw the old one on Untapped yeah, or something. It's, it's very really recognizable. Boring. It's just a black hole with yeah. a shake in the middle of it. This one's a lot cooler. There's actually like a classic 70s shake or maybe something. Yeah. It's like a shake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 1950s. That's yeah, 1950s. What is this? Soda shop. I said 70s. So, yeah, we'll soda shop. <laughs> I was like, there's a name for that. That's yeah. soda shop. The yeah. soda jerk is the yeah, guy soda who pours jerk it is for the you. guy who, yep. It's cool. It's like a, a comic strip, like all the way across the label. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, there's a jukebox, jukebox in the corner. Jukebox. Yeah, people the jukebox is emanating like a so red. This is what the 70s looks like. <laughs> looks 50s. like this guy is kicking <laughs> kickball. What's he kicking? Or is that like no, a, like he a is stool? Kicking something. Maybe he's just jumping off the stool. Is that like a overhead view of the stool he was sitting on? Probably. And he's can, kicking it out to dance. Can on you that? grab the can? I think it's the same. Really? Right. This That's is like insane. the first time that we can. Yeah, that compare. can. The can is really cool looking. Yeah, it's pretty oh, it's much like the same. A, yeah. Just shorter. Right. So every time I've ever seen this has been like that black hole looking mm-hmm. shake bottle. I've never seen this before, so this is pretty exciting. It looks like it might be like a like a lever on like a slot machine. Maybe. <laughs> he's just like kicking it, like putting his money in. Yeah, but for real though, like oh no, uh, it's a it's a stool. That's what I was guessing. Yeah, it's oh, the is overhead it? of a bar. There's the bar, and that's the top of yeah. the stool head. Oh, so when you go up to the soda is he jerk standing to get your on the soda, bar? so he's like, yeah, he's dancing. Probably on the bar. He's dancing on the bar. Yeah, he's kind of there's a broken record because he already stepped. That's on what it. that is. I was like, yeah. I think yeah, that's a record, but I can't tell. It's the waitress holding. If you can see the hand. Somebody oh, yeah, holding yeah. a tray, and that's what's holding the shake up, and that's why she's all jumbly, like, ah, oh, people are She's, dancing. like, throwing the shake because her Oh, that is her, because she's got a hop earring, and oh. that's her standing right there. Come on, guys. She's, she's not, not on there. Art. She's not on there. She's not on this one? Oh, you're right. She's not. No, you just oh, see the hand. Chick? You just oh, see the hand. So they took that off. out. Yeah. That is so bizarre. Check that out. It looks really good. Oh, wow. You can see, like, so different. half her body on the You see your shoulder. You see your shoulder, and that's it. And you can't tell what it is. Right. I love labels. Here we are geeking out over the label, <laughs> not even the damn beer. <laughs> What's this guy? Like, you see the, the red guy? No, he's just dancing. The red guy? No, he's That's like the guy by just, the jukebox. He's hanging up. Oh, he's like plotting. There's always a guy sitting by the jukebox. He's, uh, he just he's the one who picks the song. He's the Fonz. He's over there kicking it to get it to play the next song. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so this this Harry Winkler. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Henry. I mean, I guess. It, no, I think Henry he's plotting Henry. someone's death. Harry short for Henry. I don't know names, remember? Keith Urban. <laughs> look, but look at this guy here. <laughs> he's like he's gonna puke. Is he that a guy really? Yeah, because he's, he's like bent over and that's his hat. Oh, like, he's, he's, he's jiving, dude. He's dancing. He's, he's dancing. Just, oh, he's okay. like. I don't think he's on this one. Where's he at? Up in the top right corner. He's up here. Oh yeah, he is. Yep, yep, yep. There's another guy doing the same dance move, just not crashed over as far. That's yeah, dude. Funny. They're just dancing. But no, look. Do you know how to dance? <laughs> see this guy. His arm looks like he just punched him in the gut. Oh, he <laughs> just got a little fight. Yeah, there's a fight like, going on. There's a fight going on back there. <laughs> oh, Boulder Beer, you guys. You guys are so much happier. So this, this label. This label is definitely a winner. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly. Have this on my first brewery to go to if I ever go to Colorado. So yep. I'm pretty excited to check it out. Maybe I'll talk to them about their label and be like, "So much craziness happening!" I love your. All you need is just a layover in Colorado because apparently yeah. it's in the airport. Yeah. So Allison had a five and a half hour layover and she didn't bother going to get this beer. Ugh. I don't understand. If yeah. we had a, if we ranked our top labels, this is top ten. Top ten. Sure. Top five maybe. Episode. Top five maybe. Ooh, that would be looked back. That killer the- clown one. 
Pat, yeah, remember from Indiana City? Mm. Or, uh, no, 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 no. The one the from Elemental Clown is what you're thinking. Elemental. Of. No, oh. it was the, uh, the the clown shoes one. Remember where they had to change their label because of oh the Buffy one? Yeah. Oh yeah, Buffy Vampire. But it said it was like a Halloween one. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was the top one. That's not one. You did love that. That vampire. Vampire. Busted up an entire bottle cap <laughs> in your ranking. <laughs> <laughs> I did incorporate the <laughs> bottle cap and the label into my ring. <laughs> that beer was uh, super, super Nugget Bros is still like one of my favorites. Yes, agreed. But yeah, that's top ten. Okay, all right. Or let's let's look at this one. It's dark as candy, like K two S O Dragon Glass Dark. Yeah, I was thinking forty nine. Yeah, it's not quite black. Yeah, you can still see through it a little bit on the edge. K two S O. It's a newcomer. K two S O. Definitely. Is in the Rogue One series or series one movie. Caesar's Fur would be my lightest I'd go, I think. Yeah, probably. I was thinking like Freddy's Fedora because there's like a hint of red. There is, if you look down at the bottom enough, there you can see. I can definitely see it on the edge. It's not like black, black, so it's not in the 50s. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But it is in the fifties if you look at the label. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm sticking with the K two S O. Okay, yeah. I'm fine with that. Works for me. All right, sniffers, pull them out. Oh, chocolate goodness, it's coffee. Oh my, chocolatey coffee. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy this beer. Spoiler alert: <sighs> I finished the other four in this six pack. Oh, <laughs> this smells amazing. It does smell like chocolate and coffee. All right, let's just get to drinking. I'm gonna do it. We don't need to discuss it. It's been enough time of talking about that label. Mm. Oh my! Mm. That's like a Reese cup, like at the very end. There is a little bit of a hint of peanut butter. In yeah, this. there's a little bit of peanut butter. Yeah, Reese cup for sure. Mm-hmm. Good, good eye. Good, good call. <laughs> good eye. Good mouth feel. Good, good mouth. <laughs> We're coming up on spring training. All right, We're reporting to spring training. So good eye. Reds are gonna have a really good year. Flip it from the bottom to first. Puig. Puig. <laughs> Not a big fan, but. I am now. I am He's now. On my team. <laughs> He's one of your guys. Hot take. The Cubs are finishing last. The Reds are finishing first. Hot take. <laughs> we'll see. You heard it here first. Actually, no. You heard it on any sports fan Reds radio. It's going to be another 90-some years for the Cubs. Yeah, probably. Whatever. 100. One and done. One for and the done. century. <laughs> for the century. <laughs> that is really tasty. Uh, so much beer. that people on Beer Advocate said it's a 4.01 Woo! with 1,900 ratings. And the histogram, it basically has it floating at the 4 mark. Uh, this is interesting. On Rate Beer, there's 588 ratings, which is pretty pretty high for Rate Beer. Uh, or what do we call it? A sellout beer? Oh, yes. <laughs> the, on Rate Beer? Yeah. The sellouts. Owned by sellout. the Big Com. Uh, they're owned by Bush now. Uh Overall, 96, 98 style, but only a 3.69 out of 5. Untapped gave it a 4 out of 154,000 ratings. I had some friends try it. I know one Keith? of them. Keith? I'm going to spoil it. No, read all his words. Talk about Mr. Gumby 6. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried He's this had thing. it like eight times. He checked it in, gave it the same ranking every time. Brad gave it a 3.75. Kyle had it, didn't rank it. Well, Kyle Church. works for beer distributor. He's not allowed to rate beers. Chris Leland, four and a half. Having the last one of these from the fridge, too. Still pretty good. 
Oh, Keith had it at, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit, Keith had it. Since he's not here, I'll just go ahead and say Scott what Scott F. had it. He gave it a four and said chocolate. Lots. I had a guy named Jack who gave it a four and a half. And he says, shake! <laughs> Ooh, did you say Aaron He's Hansen? not wrong. Did, <laughs> uh, did we say a um, Michael Lindsman? Okay, Michael Lindsman said 3.25. No comments, but he didn't look, it didn't sound like he liked it. Aaron Hansen... Uh, gave it a 2.75 and said, too sweet. Too sweet. I think he's one of our Fort Wayne fans. We have plenty of Chris Leland's in there. Too. Yeah, I skipped all those. It's hilarious, though, because he put a different write-up every time. Yeah. Like the first one, such a great porter, one of my favorites. And then he said, love this porter, having my last <laughs> one. And then he said, my wife ordered this, but is giving me half. So awesome, and it's so nitro, very tasty. Oh, nitro. Oh. This would be good. This was at the Hoppy Gnome. Canopy Holmes? Canopy <laughs> Holmes. I can start if we want to jump into our ranking since I already rated mine, unless Pale wants to take the floor on that one again. <laughs> <laughs> I gave this one, since I initially got this, um, uh, I think it was about last week or two weeks ago, uh, six pack because I knew impending storm was coming. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be off work for a few days. I'm like, I need some beer. I play some video games. So I grabbed this. I wasn't sure. I did look them up in the stores. I'm like, Boulder Beer. I'm like, are they craft? Are they not? It was one of those because at our local grocery store, it's like they usually get the ones that are disguised as craft beers. So I don't know. We haven't really done a whole lot of research on these guys. But um, so I got it, thought I'd give it a chance. And after I poured that first one, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I need to go back and get more of this, (laughs) especially since it's just available at the local grocery store buy a couple of them get some discounts um so i gave it a four and a half i really enjoyed it um i'll read my description that i wrote a couple weeks ago great notes of chocolate to live up to the name a bit of a roasty finish but it ends sweet and doesn't leave you bitter because sometimes with those roasty ones and that smokiness that it just leaves that bitter finish this one is sweet enough like a milkshake but it's not overpowering chocolate like our decadent dark chocolate ale Mm -hmm. that we had which is like pure chocolate, but it leaves a little bit of the chocolate aftertaste and the coffee is not as strong as I would like, but the, the aroma of it when we first got it, I mean, that coffee is like unbelievable, but it, it's a good blend of the chocolate and the coffee and the sweet. So I think it, it blends like perfectly. Right. I gave this a 4.25. Uh, I, I thought it tasted really well. Uh, I think that they could have added more lactose sugar to it Mm -hmm. and make this a little bit more of like a pastry style, uh, stout that people that have been, uh, you know, raving about and make this more of like a milkshake. You know how they add lactose to those IPAs to make them into milkshake, milkshake. IPAs. But this, I mean, I think this is pretty good. Uh, kind of reminded me, uh, kind of reminded me of a like if you got a, a shake from like a McDonald's or something. Yeah. Uh, so I like the rating 4.25. I'll give this a four and a half. I think this would be a great introduction into the porter style if you were still relatively new to the craft beer scene. Um, It's not too heavy. Like the notes of chocolate are fairly mild, but it's enough there to to really enjoy. Uh, The coffee's light, but like I said earlier, there's like this Reese cup ending to it with like a hint of peanut butter that is like amazing. So I would I would drink the, a lot of this. <clears throat> I gave it a four and a half. 
So I agree with everybody except for Dustin for once. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of disagree with Pale a little bit. I think chocolate stands out like front and center. That's like the main thing I Mm notice when drinking it. But not that there's anything wrong with that. I just, you said it was a little more muted and I think it stands out. Mm. But yeah, overall, it's a fantastic beer. And I kind of agreed with Dustin's uh, little thing he said too <laughs> yeah if it, it in order to put shake on it to make it make taste more like the sh- milkshake would be really awesome yeah definitely smooth it out mm-hmm. a lot more it i think the problem really was i saw keith score yeah <laughs> didn't want to yeah and i don't know that's i don't know i didn't want to feel like i was led to that four and a half that could have been a uh, determining factor because i was thinking about it but yeah i mean i'm still comfortable with the four five <laughs> i just Broke our handhold. I we know. could just like barely touch fingers. Like this. no, no, we're not going to. No more. Tips. No, just the tips. <laughs> no more tips. That's only if we have it like yeah. in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a good blend. But I mean, there's so much more that could be added to this. So yeah. many more variants. But mm-hmm. of the few that I've had, it, it it blends really well, and that's why I gave it that higher ranking because I think it's, it's a, a good blend. Very solid chocolate porter. Yeah. And, I don't really know much besides adding some lactose that would improve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We have our last matchup. Last bracket. Hellboy versus Ganondorf. Just kind of a Hellboy himself. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't know if I have a dog in this fight. <laughs> it's not what I thought would make it to the finals. I kind of thought that Ganondorf would have. I mean, look at that bracket. Yeah, he didn't have a huge... He had like pretty much a freebie the first round. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but... Well, if we go back to Hellboy and some of his descriptions that I was reading a little bit earlier, the accelerated healing, the longevity, the extensive knowledge of the supernatural. Mm-hmm. So he kind of knows the Ganondorf supernatural. Is, if Ganondorf is in his world, his he, he'll know his... Uh, and the other thing, I was already thinking of this because I figured this was going to be the finals. So if Ganondorf, if he has his Ganon abilities and turns into a giant monster, mm-hmm. who's perfect at fighting giant monsters? Yeah, exactly. He does. There goes Hellboy. Like, the perfect fight is Hellboy versus Ganon. Yeah. Especially to the immunity to fire because doesn't he breathe fire, Ganon? Yeah. Yeah. So Hellboy's with his immunity right there. <laughs> Capability to comprehend the magical languages. So if he's speaking in some type of whatever. Yeah. So, ah, I don't know. I really think Hellboy stands yeah. a good chance this time. I have, like, Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You sold it. perfect. You sold it, Keith. You sold it. At beating these beasts up and taking them all. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing, I mean, as Ganondorf, we've seen him, like, he's got the magic abilities that we haven't really brought into this fight. Mm-hmm. Where he can, like, go into paintings in the one game. Um, I'm trying to think of what else he does. He shoots those bolts of uh, whatever, whatever light balls of light, <laughs> energy balls. But I think Hellboy can just knock him back at him with his doom arm. Yeah, with his doom arm, which would be comparable to the Hillian shield, mm-hmm. I would imagine. I don't think he could destroy him because apparently he's immortal with that. But he could be a link and contain him and yeah. always be there and I be like, I'll always be here to put you back in your place. Honestly, you can't aren't best they me. both kind of immortal? Like you That's can you can true. send Hellboy to hell, but he'll just he can come back too. So it it could be like a never ending battle, but 
it's like it's they like, balance each other well enough. Yeah. It's almost like the uh, Wolverine versus the Hulk type of yeah. battle. I like Hellboy. I, I think I like Hellboy's chances too. I would agree. Yeah, I'm on board. With oh, that. Pale, that's the first time I've heard you talk this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening. Yeah. See, I don't know that he's mean, just like me. He doesn't have a dog in this fight. But I think that yeah. with everything that you guys said, I think uh, Hellboy is the champion. Wow. That's yeah, unexpected. That's amazing. <laughs> that was your pick. Keith always <laughs> wins these things. I don't know. And I spend 15 minutes putting it together. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to win the super summer movie wager next year. Or this coming summer. I'm nope. trying to think. This year's my year. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> nope. Still haven't. Still He's trying won't. to get the lowest score. I know. You're We're on like golf. Golf, yep. golf scoring. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. So let us know who you thought was going to win. If you thought Ganondorf and Hellboy... If we were wrong on that, let us know. Yeah, for sure. It'd be cool if we had some um, animation skills. Because I know there's yeah. a lot of guys out there that can animate this stuff and put a battle together. Like these imaginary battles that if will never take place. If all these characters place. were in Smash Bros, I would just do like, CPU uh, versus CPU and see oh, who would awesome. win. That'd we'll be do so like a video. We'll just do a Smash Bros bracket one time and all the characters yeah, and go. just draw them randomly. Set mm-hmm. them on like level 6 or yeah. 5 or 10 or whatever the highest rating is. Next Geek Bowl. Next Geek Bowl happening. Smash Bowl. <laughs> Smash Bowl. <laughs> Super <Alrighty>. Smash Bowl. <laughs> well, that was that was fun. That was Definitely. fun. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and then, it's all right, bowl. so that concludes this month. Next month is Marvel. Next week is Marvel. Oof. We have five episodes in Marvel. I'm glad March is a long month because we like to talk about Marvel. <laughs> I know. We yes. love to talk about Marvel. We have uh, Punisher coming up. We have mm-hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, which finally... We right. have uh, Captain Marvel, we have the music of Marvel, and then we have villains that we're going to rank. So pretty excited about the month of March. Uh, make sure you check into that. Uh, we're also going to record a quick little short one coming up. It's going to be available for the Patreon $1 one. It is the beer that I brewed myself. Dustin's beer. Dustin's beer. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. it. So it is a uh, is an amber and then a Hefeweizen. So if anyone's interested, uh, make sure you smash that Patreon $1 and you'll get that video as well. It's so cheap. $1. $1. Just listen to Pale's message. He sounds so sin- sincere. I mean, like $1 falls out of your pocket like every month probably. Every month. And you don't even realize just it. Just kick it over to us. Kick it over. Yeah, just kick it <laughs> over to us. Once it hits just kick it to us. Yeah. We will reward you. <laughs> great content. With great content. You can hear my sultry voice. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what I would call it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, for us here at the lovely North Studio, I don't remember what we're saying. Until next, Until next time, time, drink, drink up, up and geek out. out. We'll just do it ourselves. <laughs> there we go. That's that's perfect.